You cock knockers. Hi, cock knockers. You, you bunch of cock knockers. Cock knockers. Tonight's episode of the Three O'clock Parade podcast is proudly presented by Adventures Out the Travel, the official travel partner of the Three O'clock Parade podcast. Becca, that's how do you spell that again? B E K K A. Oh, added P. <laughs> so it's B E K K A at adventuresoutthertravel.com helps us find discounts. Provides concierge-level service to help you find the greatest vacation you can possibly imagine. And that's Adventures Out There Travel. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and welcome to 3 O'Clock Parade. Professor Daniel Miller here in Orlando, drunk at Disney. On the west coast of Florida, it's Rhiannon. Hey. And in his underwear... On the Golden Coast, San Diego, California, back from a stint on the border in El Paso, Texas. He's back, though. He survived. It's Skipper Dick Ritchie. Baba Ganoush, hey howdy hey, and hello there. <laughs> you survived your stint uh, uh, in the uh, the war zone? The oh, I did. I, I covered that national emergency like, I don't know, man. I was going to say something really bad about a glazed donut type thing, but I just oh, not to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you like definitely, definitely gave it tons of coverage, um, the national emergency. Did you, by any chance, see the effects of the national emergency on Texas Fabrics and Foam? We will have a uh, live update from Texas Fabrics and Foam following our normal conversation. And if I'm not mis- if I'm not inc- if I'm not uh, mistaken, it is on Texas Avenue. It is on Texas 1500 Texas Avenue uh, in Texas. In Texas, in El Paso, Texas. It's it's actually probably as the crow flies a mile or two from the border. So Man. you know you would think ground that, zero. Oh yeah, yeah. You would you would think that going to Texas Fabrics and Foam would be a terrifying experience, but. The truth of the matter is, is that uh, I got there without any problem, um, and it was, you know, it was a very pleasant experience to hang out with my family and see what was going on at Texas Fabrics and Foam. They were selling all the possible home or automotive upholstery fabric you could possibly need, whether you're, uh, you know, reupholstering your car, doing the headliner on that car, maybe, maybe you're just putting new curtains or reupholstering that sofa. They, they've got it all. And the foam they for it. Sponsor? I mean, you know, they're like the unwritten sponsor. <laughs> they're Skipper to Gritchie's private sponsor. Well, I mean, they, mm, you know, they definitely, nice. they definitely help with with mm. things when we're in need. Yes. So, uh, so that's good. It's good that they're that they're doing well down there in the national emergency. Now, what I'm excited to hear about and uh, spend a little time on is Rhiannon. Came into into Orlando Lake Buena Vista last weekend with a vengeance to sure conquer did. a five k run based on princesses. How did that go? It was awesome. Was this this was your first Disney race experience? Is that correct? That is not correct. Oh, oh. Okay. take that! 
Yeah. No, it's my second. Um, I did the last ever uh, Expedition Everest Challenge. Oh, yeah. Which was uh, 2015 or 16? I remember that one. And I wonder what uh, what became of that. I wonder why that one went to, to the wayside. Maybe it got merged with something else or something. I don't know. I don't recall. Hmm. Okay. I was talking to Ms. Amanda Madul, who mm-hmm. did the Dopey Challenge, and then she did not sign up for this because she, at the time, was oh. like, I don't know if I'm going to be, like, recovered in time to do this. And then I was like, but my response was basically like, hmm, maybe someday they'll have another race you can join. Possibly. Maybe. Oh. Well, so here's here's what happened. Um, the Star Wars race weekend is in April, and the sign-up for that was not long after the sign-up for Princess. And so at the time, you know, I'm talking to Mark and – and he's like, yeah, sure, let's just, we'll do 5Ks for both of them because he really wants to get the Star Wars medal. And so we show up Thursday night to go to the expo to pick up our race bibs and all that. And they had a display of all the medals that they're going to be giving out for every single race for this year. And so he got to see not only the medal that we're going to get in April for the 5K at Star Wars, but the 10K and the half and the challenge and the virtual and all that. And so that crazy motherfucker on the drive home Sunday went and signed himself up for the challenge. Yes. Yeah. So, Is that all of them then? 5K, yeah. 10K? Yeah, all of them and yeah. the virtual. So there is not a full medal. marathon. It's a 5, 10, no. half. 5, 10, half and a virtual. And although for whatever reason, the five actually isn't included in the challenge. So, like, had we known in advance that he was going to do this, we could have saved the money by not logging him into the 5K, but whatever. Too late now. Okay, so what is, I mean, is this something Mark is going to have to really work for? Or is, is he is he a runner? Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, he, he used to be in the military, and, like, you know, they'd make them run five, ten miles at a time, but that was, you know, many years ago. Um... So yeah, he's gonna have to work at it, but he—he's really just in it for the medals. And so he has it in his head that as long as he can kind of like run a mile, walk a mile, run a mile, walk a mile, that he'll be fine. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, um, that's that's pretty impressive. I'm excited to, to to see how that goes. Now you are you are gonna make sure that he in no way is able to cheat his way through this. I'm he's gonna not be asleep. I, I point no, I point blank asked him. I'm like, you're not gonna feel bad if I don't wake up and be that person cheering you on the sidelines at five thirty in the morning. He's like, no, no, I'll see you back at the room. So, <laughs> permission. Yeah. Do you receive permission? All right. What's your what? Uh, anything of note of the race day experience that uh, has it changed in the in the several years that you've been at it? Because I hear a lot of things that it's changed. I, my, my first race experience of all time was last year at the Princess as a volunteer, so I don't have anything prior to that. Did you notice changes? Because I've heard you know good and bad changes over the years. Um, it's hard for me to say because the Everest 5K was a lot different than um, anything at the Princess weekend or any of the other weekends, mostly because the Everest 5K was not a weekend. 
it was just the only thing happening. Maybe that's why they did away with it because they couldn't build a weekend around it or something. I don't know. Um, and so having that as my only experience where we didn't have to go to ESPN wide world of sports, they didn't have an expo. You literally went to the animal kingdom parking lot and picked up your ace bib earlier in the day and then showed up and, you know, did that. Sneezy cat. Um, and so I, so Thursday was my first time ever in my life actually going to the ESPN center. Um, and so that was interesting. And yes, yeah, so I, I really can't speak to the changes. I know some people were talking about how, um, I guess they're doing fewer corrals. However, then once you're like corral kind of gets moved up to the starting line, then they break it into mini waves so I'm not sure if that's an improvement or not. Um, I, I know that the course was moved slightly, but again, is that an improvement or not? I couldn't say. So maybe I'm not the best person to be asking these mm. things. But yeah, I had a great time. I really don't have any complaints. Um, Good. Yeah. No, I, I had a great time. I One thing that I was kind of pleasantly surprised with that I don't well, I vaguely recall this at the Everest one um, is that they play music throughout the entire course and in yeah. pretty good volume. And so, um, even though I had my AirPods with me, I never once used them because I was just listening to Disney music and running along to that. And so it was cool. Um, any, uh, mostly, I guess I'm assuming all princess characters available. Uh, anything mm. of note? Okay. So there, that was like our one complaint actually. It was, um, so, First of all, the medal that we got, well, the whole race, I guess, was in honor of Princess Elena. And I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> so we had Elena this lovely... Avalon? Yeah. Which, I mean, I've like, heard of her, but... Well, she's not... just on Disney Channel. She's not, like, she's not made it to yeah, movies. that's what I thought. So, anyways, so... our medal's Elena, which, you know, like, maybe I would have rather had a better princess. But, Is it because she's... And that, Spanish? Is it because she's Mexican? You know me. I am a just crazy racist. <laughs> um, yes, that's exactly it. And then the other thing was that for the five, so uh, regardless of the race, when you sign up, you get a shirt. You don't have to like pay extra. It comes with the cost of admission. And so the shirts um, for the 5K were these terrible, like Hanes beefy tea terrible quality baggy gross fit and the rest of the races that you know cost a little extra money have the nice like that that whatever that material is like the sleek kind of running jersey type of deal and so we were just kind of pissed we're like wow we got a shitty t-shirt and a medal with the princess that frankly i had to ask somebody who it was because i could not tell just by looking at it because it didn't say it on the medal Um, Hmm. yeah so anyway that's the only complaint but otherwise, it was good. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Lovely. It lovely, is fun. Lovely. It made everywhere really packed, though. That's for sure. Maybe it's not just that. Maybe just like my parents, I met up with them, I think, Monday afternoon, and it was like still, or maybe it was Tuesday, and it was uh, it was still just like so uh, yeah. busy well, around here. Did you notice it well, busy? It was definitely busy at Animal Kingdom on Saturday. 
And I actually made a point to go look at touring plans Monday to see, because they did the whole thing where, like, we predicted this level, but it was actually this level. And mm-hmm. they said, according to them, like, we predicted an 8, it was a 10. Oh, wow. So that was Animal Kingdom. Um, but Epcot Sunday, I had planned to do that, you know, weeks, months in advance, whatever, you know me. And never once giving a thought to it, the fact that, oh, that's the finish line for the half. And by the time people finish a half marathon, the park's open. And so, holy shit. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I've made a grave mistake. And yet, once we got into Epcot, it really wasn't bad at all. Like, wide swaths of side walkway just opened and not a lot of people. And, you know, we basically walked into Cava. We walked on Grand Fiesta Tour. We... We walked into the Anopoly with no ADR and had a table within five minutes. Nice. Well, that's lovely. That's the best. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh. It's really the restaurant lines and and being full that that affects you more than the rides. You know, it's like. Yeah. Well, um, do you want to go into the breaking news for the the drinking at Disney Bar Corner, Rhiannon, for Disney's Animal Kingdom? Oh, oh, can I? We'll just say sources uh, close to okay. the subject. Sources close to the subject inform us that sometime in the near future, the quote unquote restaurantosaurus lounge that is currently an embarrassment to its name <laughs> will no longer be an embarrassment to its name. Oh. It is going to expand into another additional space. Um, it's going to become a fortified actual bar, and it's going to be a real thing, and it's going to have its own creative menu with signature drinks, and yeah, it's no longer going to look like a pop-up bar that's, at a wedding. That sounds awesome. It, it's phenomenal news. I'm actually very surprised, only because from my experience, it feels like the test is not good. Like I went in there and it's not a great experience, but maybe that's not what they're, you know, clearly whatever they're watching is like, no, we could definitely make this even better. I'm, you know, usually you see these tests and, and when they're not, when they don't have a great experience, they just disappear forever. But this one is clearly, if this was a test, guess what? They passed. Well, what I thought was sort of interesting. So I will say that despite the fact that this has been quote unquote open for, a little while now, right? Like maybe six, no, more than six months. Because oh, I think yeah. I even asked you if I should like have it in the second edition. Yeah. You're like, no, it's no, it's temporary. Quite a while. Don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Whenever they well, anyways. about uh, like about the beginning of summer because it was when they started the Donald's Dino Bash at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Regardless, um, this past Saturday was my first time ever actually seeing it in person. <laughs> I don't get over there much, I guess. Um, so. I've had all these months of buildup of mostly you, but other people just hating on it and saying it's stupid and it's just like a folding table and like don't even have mixers and meh. and so I get in there expecting the worst. <laughs> and it it's not that bad. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my challenges come from the fact of potential. Yeah. The, they have the best spot in the world on the other side of the restaurant, the uh, the rec room, which is I'm like it's just a natural spot, and and uh, I also they have upgraded bartenders as well since mm-hmm. since mm-hmm. I mean the, the bartender you guys got to uh, got to experience is a pro. Mm-hmm. Well, um, 
from history uh, uh, from the uh, uh, tune uh, Bar Worth Fighting For. Oh, Bar Worth Fighting For. Yeah. Yes, and I will do a quote that I got from Mr. Dismadul that the bartender, Jimmy, did say he hopes that this place will become the new high octane. Oh, wow. I'll even take it a step further. He hopes to get Will back and, quote, get the team back together. No, oh, the band. Oh, we're getting, the band, get the, band back together. getting oh. the band back together. Getting the band back together. So, um, that's, it's exciting news. Uh, definitely exciting news, um, coming from Disney's animal kingdom, uh, here in the bar corner. I would say my only two biggest complaints of the bar as is right now. Number one, as we were walking in the side door that has literally no signage, you think it's like an emergency exit. Um, they do have one of those, what do you call it? The like sandwich board folding sign kind of things out away from the door with an arrow pointing restaurant source lounge this way toward Dinoland. <laughs> so <laughs> that was funny. And yes. then you get inside and they do have tables in that little, you know, area and two out of the whopping what, like four tables were taken up by families eating chicken fingers and not drinking. So oh, those would be Worst. my two uh, bits of constructive criticism. Kick Worst the kids ever. and their chicken fingers out and make the sign go the right way. Well, maybe that's part of the uh, new refurbishment. Maybe. Could be. Could be. Speaking of breaking news, <laughs> Skipper Dick Ritchie, well, did I... you see the Galaxy's Edge costumes have been revealed? I did. As a matter of fact, we had people there at the event uh, sending me live pictures. As nice. Correspondence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Aaron and Klaus... Uh, we're both there, and uh, yes. I, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. It looks like the most casual, comfortable costume on property. <laughs> it looks great. Yeah, I mean, uh, it looks like Star Wars. I mean, I think I it... just heard people complaining they were like gonna be dying in them because their layers are gonna be hot or something. I don't know. Uh well, yeah, because they're they're basically like um. Oh, God, I can't even think right now. What are the pants that only go to, like, your calf muscle? Uh, capris? Yeah, they're basically, like, capris. And then they've got, like, a hey, long no. a long sleeve shirt underneath that almost looks like a long sleeve pajama top. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, the flannel, like, kind of comfy, not the button-up type. And then on top of that, they have a vest that also looks like it's... Uh, so I can see where it might be a little bit warm. But also just looks like super comfy and casual, like, you know, yep. like it looks like almost like these people just uh, it's laundry day and, you know, all the all their good clothes is in the wash and they're just wearing whatever's left over so that, you know, they're not naked. That's what it looks like. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I think what also thing that um, it'll be interesting. These are the, you know, the Galaxy's Edge in California is opening first um which will be in summer though but i mean they're not on every day dealing with the you know 92 degrees 95 degrees in the summer like florida is oh yeah yeah so these are and i can imagine though there won't be big changes for 
the Florida versions, but we have to remember this is their this is the event for the Disneyland opening. So um, they have some time before they have to really figure out what to do about, you know, summer in Florida. Uh, I mean, it's only a few months different, I think. So I feel like uh, I, I don't know. I hope most of these people are indoors in Florida, I guess. I'm reading. I'm reading that this. I'm looking at these pictures now, and like they have them listed as different sections. Like the really thick ones. Like this. This has some really thick jackets, and it's the food and beverage for the cantina, and food and beverage bussers. And like so, they'll be indoors at the cantina, and then there are villagers, but they have some pretty thick ones too. The villagers. So, um, and then you got the different rides. Uh, they got the ones that are dressed like the first order to be in the rides and. Smugglers Run are like you know re- rebel. Yeah, cops. they're all pretty cool. Yeah. I just that's just exciting. Like this part is fun. Like it really is happening. Like this is getting real. Oh, I was actually thinking about that just the other day. I was like, uh, you know, when I was renewing my pass, I was like, man, like it's a little bit more expensive this year, and you know, kind of going this and that. And then I was just like, yeah, but. Food and wine starts, you know, pretty much in like a week from now. And then, uh, you know, I just kind of like started thinking like, oh, and then this is going to happen and then that's going to happen. And then I was like, holy crap. And then the summer's going to get here and it's going to be time. It's going to be yeah. time for Galaxy's Edge. As a matter of fact, my dad was talking about going on a family trip to Yosemite. And uh, hmm. I was like, hell, when do you want to go? And he said August. And I was like, that's not going to work for me. will that trip be sponsored by texas fabrics and foam um no that trip will actually probably be sponsored by the irs as in (laughs) i just got my check and i'm getting ready to book my airbnb gotcha perfect yeah uh dude airbnb uh a cabin in yosemite that sleeps eight people $250 $250 a night. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. great. And that is, that is good. That is good. No, and it's nice. It's a big, giant cabin, multiple fireplaces, uh, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, like amazing views. I was like, holy crap. Now, that being said, you could get a room on Seven Seas Lagoon at the Polynesian that fits eight for a mere 2500 a night. Right. So, yeah, very similarly affordable. Worth it. Yeah, I was Similar. looking uh we're going to go for a week and essentially it was less to go for the full week than it was one night at the poly. Which kind of yeah. hurt my hurt my heart a little bit. Yes. That's yes. Nice. And there's yeah, I mean the 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 that's Speaking of that, now talking about Disney resorts, there is more information coming out from Disney's Riviera Resort, mm-hmm. which got a little bit of flack recently for the size of their amenities. Their, uh, <laughs> their rooms, they literally have rooms that have no bed. It's like, I mean, who needs a bed? <laughs> it's just details. But um, their pool is going to be uh, based on characters from Disney's Fantasia. The uh, so it's going to have like a uh, in keeping with the theme. Yeah, well, it's going to be, it draws inspiration from the grand public fountains seen throughout Europe. So it looks going to be a very, it's got a very nice pool area. I'm definitely, um, I'm looking at say. a picture right now. And uh, I love it. Did they just move the stuff from Fantasia Golf? They're <laughs> they like, well, I'm just going to recycle this shit. 
Just put it the whole side. It is nice. It is nice. Fantasia Golf. Is it closed or is it still open? Oh, it's still open. Oh, okay. I thought it was gone. It's, I thought that's where they were going to put the new resort. Yeah, they're building a new tower for the Swalthen, but they originally said they were going to put it right next to there, but that does not seem to be the case. Oh, okay. But speaking of where things are going, more breaking news this week on the parade. Club 33, New York, has commenced for the final Club 33, um, the fourth and final, Disney's Animal Kingdom, and it's not where anyone predicted it was going to be they're building new construction um right next to the festival lion king yeah Yeah, so like in between festival lion king and pandora is like you know a long path and that's where it's going so um it will be facing uh the tree of life though down the river so that'll be a it probably will be a pretty sweet view not that we will ever um most likely uh take hey man. It. aim for the stars yeah right. i'm just telling you if I, uh, I, don't, I don't know what star what i'd have to find to uh decide that's where i'm going to spend it is on that let's see um your tax refund isn't that big so I, I, I just want to say this. I saw something. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh, a little unnerving. I, I, I'm walking between Pandora and Africa on Tuesday or whenever I went to meet my folks down there. Mm-hmm. And there's a guy in like semi-casual clothes. Like he, he clearly looks like, but he's clearly working, but he doesn't work for Disney. He appears as if he works maybe for like the park service. I don't know. He's got like this. Like a tucked-in T-shirt, long pants, and he's got like a, a radio and binoculars, and he's staring just at the woods on the side. And he's got a radio, and he's kind of like talking to somebody. And he's just staring at the woods, and I'm like, "What animal has escaped?" <laughs> <laughs> but it, didn't, it wasn't a Disney costume. It was literally like this guy like works with animals, like, like I don't know, like like wildlife. And he looks like he's just monitoring. He's got the. He's just looking up there. I was like. What is going on over here? And I'm walking through. I definitely picked it up a little bit. I'm like, am I going to be attacked by some kind of rare creature that they're... I don't know. You missed your moment to go viral. Yeah, that's not how I want to do it. Definitely <laughs> no. the balls, you know, would be the way to do it. Oh, okay. Good to know. Yes, make fail. Fail army. TV. So anyway, that was just a little unnerving moment I had. I can I help like, you with that, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Anything else going on? Let's see. We saw the Galaxy's Edge costumes. I figured Rihanna would be excited about that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Galaxy's Edge, Skipperty Gritchie, um, uh, Disney took a rare thing on social media and answered someone's question who asked about alcohol at Disneyland. Yeah. Said, hey, are you going to be able to wander around with these drinks from the cantina? And they wrote back, Hell and they no. never do that <laughs> on social. Never respond to this kind of stuff. Uh, they say, no, you're going to have to stay in the cantina, which is hmm. nobody's, I don't think anybody's surprised at this information. But the fact they confirm this makes me realize this is going to be the most difficult place to get into in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah for sure. how can like, police that? Well, I imagine they're going to have a line to get into Galaxy's Edge. And then they're gonna, there's going to be a line to get into the cantina. And since people can only drink their drinks there, they're probably not going to be in a rush to leave. So it's, I think that's gonna, it's going to be bonkers. 
I just, I mean, imagine it's basically like when they built like Skipper Canteen, but if actually people really wanted to go there. <laughs> Sad. I like Skipper Canteen. Poor Skipper Canteen. I love seem, Skipper Canteen. Me yeah. too. We seem to be. I do too, but I mean, I. It's 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 not difficult to get into. Yeah. Something tells me that the only place in Disneyland. Not only is it the only, I mean, just take away the fact, first off, that it is the only place to get alcohol in Disneyland, but I don't think that's why. It's the one thing that since they ever talked about Galaxy's Edge, that people are like, are they going to do a cantina? Because that's like the most, one of the most iconic Star Wars locations in the entire series. So you say. Yeah, it's, oh man, it's going to be crazy busy. Yep. So, so interesting. It makes speaking of crazy busy. Somebody posted today that they went to like Animal Kingdom is doing like an after hours, you know, three hours yeah. for like what, one hundred and twenty bucks or whatever. And clearly, you know, I would imagine they're going to do this for Hollywood Studios and Disneyland at some point. But they were saying this person was saying that it took probably a quarter of the time to ride Animal Kingdom's most popular ride, Flight of Passage. Makes me think that if you're going to do, it's going to take the entire time to ride one of these uh, Star Wars land rides. If you do the, uh, so you're basically going to be paying the full after hours party probably to check out one of them. Yeah, I'm hoping that they do one of those like pre events where you pay, you know, an absurd amount of money to go in. Because right. I think that's the only way for the first year or two uh, yeah. I'm going to get to do anything. Yeah, because like when they do these other ones, I have no interest. And but this one, I am very interested. Uh, it's going to be hard to actually justify ponying up, but I don't know. It, it's it I'm, it's very uh, appealing going to Galaxy's Edge with some sort of I don't know, you know, access because the general access is going to be bonkers. It's all it's. I'd be even now like I went to. Uh, Animal Kingdom the other day, and it was, you know, Pandora is just, the place is just packed. You know, this is Pandora. Yeah. And it's just packed. We happen to have a fast pass or flight of passage, and so we get in the line, and it was backed up probably farther than I've ever seen it for the fast pass. And there are people who just kind of kept coming out in the fast pass line, just like bitching and muttering. And and finally, maybe like, was the third party that was coming out they're like four hours it's four fucking hours like, <laughs> for fast pass? i don't think so and the people in front of us and behind us both happened to be noobs and had never been in it before and they're like really is it and i'm like no like either they had misinformation or as it came to be they were cutting over out from the regular standby line and so uh, but yeah i mean but the irony was like, if you read the sign for standby, it said four hours. Like Oof. I'm not sure if it like said two hours and then they got in the line and then it changed to four hours. But something must have gone wrong because the other day it was it was I'd say down to 109 minutes or something like that. I mean that's which is a lot, but that's not. I mean that's right. That's a popular ride length nowadays. Yeah. So I think I don't know. I don't know. You just gotta. I don't. I don't know the best plan. That's what. That's what you do have to. I do always try to direct people to those like you know, Josh's site or, or touring mm-hmm. plans. Cause they, they, they say like, I think it is better maybe to go at the end of the day. Even I know for slinky dog dash, that's I've, I've had the best success just rolling in right when it's about to close and just get in line. Yeah. It's only 
it ends up being pretty yeah, short. I, I feel like in my recent experience, you're basically fucked no matter what, without a passage, without a fast pass, because like the past couple of times that we went in the morning, and granted, we weren't rope dropping, but like we were rolling in around opening time. And, you know, like if I were driving, Mark would be on the phone, be like, all right, wait time, 9.05. Oh, look, it's 120 minutes at 9.05, yep. you know? And then same thing for, like, we tried to do that. Okay, park's closing at 8. Let's get there at, like, 7.55. And the line was still, like, oh, 140 minutes. So, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's nutty. Do you think that um, Star Wars opening will actually have any impact as far as, like, moving people away from Pandora or do you think it's just going to be an extra clusterfuck because you're just having more people show up in town? Yeah, that's my thought. People keep saying, Oh, I can't wait till galaxy's edge open. So I can have Pandora back to myself. And I'm like, I don't, like, I, I don't, I don't see that happening at all. I mean, I just like people are they're They're going to come, but they're going to also go to animal kingdom. And on the days they go to animal mm-hmm. kingdom, they're going to want to ride flat of passage. I don't get, I mean, I don't see that happening personally. Yeah. It's uh it's one of those things where everybody, you know, when you go so like to the movies on I don't know, a rainy day where you're like, I thought nobody would be here. And you're like, yeah, yeah. everybody's here, asshole. Like <laughs> Yep. I I agree. Yeah. And uh you're not so... original. Sorry. That may have been a little later. Now, have they said skip it, that are they going to do traditional fast pass for the new rides? Have they announced? Uh, at Disney, I'm talking about at Disneyland. I don't think they've specifically said. I'm, I'm interested to see how that would work. Like, if you have a Max Pass or a Fast Pass for it, and there's a line to get in, is that Fast yeah. Pass going to get you past the line just to get into Galaxy's Edge? I would. I think you'd have to, yeah. Yeah, gonna be... I would assume so. I, I believe they did that here in uh, Florida, I think, for Pandora. Because for a few weeks, they did that in Pandora. They had a line for, I don't know, maybe a month. You know, it was er- early, very early on. They would queue up for the for the land in the morning. And I, I thought I remember them. they did let you in. But it, it really is interesting. This is going to be happening soon. I mean, aren't they saying summer, right, Skip? I mean, it's August, I think, for us. Yeah, so. I mean, we're talking. Yeah, I mean, it's it's happening. Yeah, it's right around the corner. It's about to it's about to do this. Now, I want to take a quick turn to something. Skip, get ready. <laughs> March. Do you know what's going to happen? March 29th? Uh, I have an Donald's idea. Duck Seaside Brunch is coming to your favorite hotel, Woo! Paris Beer. Oh. So get ready, buddy. <laughs> they yep. keep trying to just put like anything they can in there. They're like, please just someone. Yeah, right? all you can he... enjoy brunch buffet will include popular dish uh, breakfast dishes like Mickey shaped waffles. Oh, imagine that. Yeah, right. And then lunch Sal- specials like a CC's pizza. Yeah, right. <laughs> Soups, salads, pasta, and pizza. Oh boy. When I think brunch, that's what I think. Yeah, I'm like, God damn it. Like, I, I, I just think. 
I just think that they're trying to, like, they want that hotel to be their, like, uh, value to moderate priced resort, which it's not. It's still expensive. But the offerings on the inside are just, oh, God. I just, we need to just tear it down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, yeah. So, but in all seriousness, they, they scrapped plans for this new ultra deluxe resort. That was going to go just north of the uh, the Disneyland Hotel. Right. They have to have medium to long range plans to put something badass where this is. Like another hotel. Like uh, just a whole hotel plan. They just have to. I just don't think they have any. Dis- like I don't. I don't think they're. I'm, I'm just wondering like is the investment of demolishing the hotel to build a new one or was the idea like, Hey, we'll build this new one so that we can accommodate the extra guests. And then we can tear this other hotel. Cause there's no time for that now. Like with star Wars opening, nope. you know, in like four months, they can't not have that hotel. They need that space. Yeah. I don't know. But I guess the, so the Radisson will continue and live on. For a while. Um, Is it a Radisson really or more like a Lakinta? It's just, it's not even that. It's, you know, on 192, it used to be like a Ramada hotel that is like a tower type, and then that got sold, and then it was just like the Kissimmee Inn, and then that got sold, (laughs) and it just became the like Gateway Lodge or something. You know, like, it's like one of those. It just, just keeps. You know, except for it's not getting resold to anybody. It's just Disney isn't investing. Since it's still Paradise Pier. Oh yeah, for sure. Paradise Pier is gone. Yeah, that whole like area of the park. Yeah, it's just. Oh, it makes my heart sad. I hate that thing. Yeah, because they couldn't put Pixar Pier on this because it was just like that would just. It's not fair to Pixar. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm sure when they brought that up, the people at Pixar were like, "Oh hell no, you're not." You're not yeah. branding that hotel to us. That's the worst. Yeah. Poor, poor Donald has to take the, you know, he, he, poor his brunch. Well, Goofy gets his at um, Disneyland Hotel, I believe. Right. It's mm-hmm. Goofy's Kitchen. And then yes. at Storytellers at the Grand Californian, it's actually usually like Mickey and Minnie kind of show up, but it's more Chip and Dale. And then the, uh, b- the bears from uh, Brother Bear are there. Um, but for li- them, no offense. Huh? Is anybody really vying for brother bear characters? I mean, they just Monday? they just kind of work because of the whole idea of like the Northwest thing. But um, what was I going to say? You know, the the place where this is at Paradise Pier, it's been like Lilo and Stitch. Uh, it was for a little while like Mickey's Surf Party. Um, like they just keep on rotating you know, characters through there hoping. And I'm like, you don't need to put rotating characters. You just need to make a good restaurant. It used to be, um, it used to be pretty good. I thought, I think it was called like the PCH grill and they used to serve like sushi and it was very much more kind of like, um, I don't want to say the, uh, California Grill because it wasn't that nice, but it was that same type of like idea. Yeah, and um, 
And when that went away, they tried, you know, they were like, well, it might be a little too upscale for the hotel that it's in. But since then, it's just been like, you know, just, yeah, just put some sort of like buffet. Like, it's always a buffet now, and it's always not good. (laughs) Yeah, just the last time I went, uh, we went because they, we were told that they had uh, drinks in coconuts. And I was like, oh, that'll be cool. Maybe there'll be cool tiki drinks. And we went, and they were drinks in coconuts, as in they had, like, little plastic-shaped coconut things. And you can get your your Coca-Cola served in it. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, and then I was just like, well, are you guys selling these? Can we get, can we keep them? You know, is there, and they were like, oh, no. What? I was like, what? And that buffet at the time, I think, was like a beach party so their whole thing is that you could get like fun picnic food so they had like sliders and hot dogs and uh they had like a little taco bar and then they had i think s'mores as the dessert but it wasn't like you got to actually like roast the marshmallow they just had like pre-made s'mores like under the heat oh, lamp and yep. <laughs> yeah it was just like i mean it was as bad Lovely. as you can imagine just think about a pre-made s'more that was never like actually the marshmallow's not roasted, right? It's got probably just like a marshmallow smear, and then like granola, smear, and then and then I think it wasn't even like chocolate. I think they just are like chocolate. Um, you know, when this with a s'more, you get a chocolate bar and you put it in there, mm-hmm, and you press mm-hmm. it all together. I think it was. Oh, I'm familiar. I think it was a uh, graham cracker, uh, some sort of marshmallow smear, another graham ca- cracker, and then just drizzled uh, chocolate sauce. Under a Un- heat lamp. Acceptable. Yeah, it was. I was just like, "What the? What is this?" Um, and I want to say that was like forty dollars. It was. It was probably the same price, if not more, than going to Ohana's, which is really what they should put there. They should put the California version of Ohana's, and that place yeah. would be in my house. Jam packed. Yeah, yeah, because it's on property still. Yeah, man. I still, yeah, I don't know how there hasn't been even just any kind of competitor, not a competitor, but another restaurant like Ohana put anywhere on property at Disney World. Like, it just, how is it? I don't know. It's just, okay. tis what it is. I'm dreaming about it right now. I want those giant shrimp. I want some of those shrimp in my face. Shrimp. 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 Scrubs. The noodles. Mm, the noodles are good, too. Um, Let's see. <laughs> Who's ready for a little hashtag Ask Sour Boner? So exciting! Hey, That's the spirit. Let's do this thing. Um, a little piece of advice: If you're ever trying to make pretzel necklaces for a beer festival, don't have a kitten around you. Oh, no. not a problem. <sighs> okay. All right. Almost so, gonna. If you're trying not to have a cat stick its butthole in your face, don't have a cat around. They seem to like to do that. Seem to like to do that. Um, On February 13th, Mr. Brian Sennett uh, has a very important um, ass sour boner, and it's it's a visual ass sour boner. So if you go to February 13th on hashtag ass sour boner, you can see it. But you have to choose a drinking buddy, and it's four animals, uh, three dogs and a cat, um, drinking different types of alcohol. Uh, do you choose beer chugging Barry, who's chugging a, an ice cold silver bullet? Uh, whiskeyed up Walter, who's drinking some uh, some whiskey, the dog. Uh, Wendy the wino, 
uh, a nice little uh, dog wearing a sweater and having t- uh, one glass of red and one glass of white, as um, Mr. Billy Joel would be very happy about that. <laughs> and finally, Rhiannon's favorite, her choice is Tequila Cat. Tequila Cat. Yeah! Uh, wearing A, a sombrero, and B, sitting with a shot glass that, of course, to the cat would be the size of a bucket. Yeah, it's a big shot glass for that cat. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to choose um, Wendy the Wino, personally. Oh, you can only choose one of these? You got to choose a drinking buddy. Oh, I'd be whisking up with Walter for sure. <laughs> and Rihanna goes with the tequila cat. Sorry, uh, Barry. I mean, I wouldn't mind an ice cold silver bullet like at a tailgate. If you wanted to toss me one, that'd be phenomenal. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. We're going to move on to good question from Barack Ohana, who is the president of the three o'clock parade podcast. Um, put a picture of the best of Annette Funicello in a Hawaiian outfit holding a pineapple. And he wants to know why is she not an official Disney princess? Ah, oh, that is a good question. What is the one at the uh, the Muppets Vision 3D? There's a box. This is a net full of Jello. That's what it is. Oh yeah, a net, net, net full of Jello. Net full of Jello. Well, it doesn't say that. There's just a net full of Jello. I thought, like it's just a <laughs> like an inside <laughs> joke. If you can figure it out. Um, Livy Rhiannon's liver, who made a surprise visit to Florida a couple weekends ago, and didn't avoid me this time. Oh, phenomenal. Yeah. Why not? I guess I like had him trapped. I don't know. Yeah. Um, he wants to know how many times in a row without getting off could you ride <laughs> <laughs> your face side? And if it was the back seat of the Sassigul Express, it'd be zero. Um, oh how many roads? Times in a row without getting off, could you ride your favorite ride before without before being done with it for the day? What ride and how many trips? For example, an hour in TTA, thirteen times on Hannon Mansion, five loops of the Lazy River, one time on the Swiss Family Treehouse. Well, he did say favorite ride, so that yeah. just kind of like narrows it down, and now it's just a matter of pick a, pick number. a ride that you ride the most, and what do you think? What do you think it would? I'm going to struggle with this one because I. I can tell you that when we were on the college program, I'm pretty sure it was college program. If not, it was when I was there full time. Either way, they did one of the upgrades to Tower of Terror and they had a cast member night to preview it. And we were able to just basically like there was no line. So we would get off and get right back on. I wrote it five times in a row and I was done. (laughs) I was like, I don't I don't want to ride this again. Yeah, I uh, like I'm, something like something like Flight of Passage would be the worst. Like you have to watch that same thing like five, mm. six times. Well, I was thinking more of like you know Haunted Mansion or something, and but you know you have to like, think of the pragmatics of it. Like, am I doing like restroom breaks? And, like, do I have like a picnic lunch with me? Like, what's going on? My brother Davey rode uh, Haunted Mansion thirty day, thirty times in one day. Wow, fine. Yeah. We got to Disneyland and he went straight there. And that's all he did the entire day was just mm-hmm. get off and get right back on. I that's think awesome. I like him. Yeah, Davey's a good kid. I like that kid. 
That's good. I would almost say if they could keep handing us drinks, I think El Rio del Tiempo, aka Grand Fiesta Tour, would be pretty phenomenal. Oh my god, Mark got so mad at me because we walk into Mexico and the first thing he does is make a beeline for Cava. There was no line, and I'm like, oh, oh, but there's no line at Grand Fiesta Tour, and they won't let us bring our drinks on. So can we just do that first, please? So we did it and we get off, and there were like maybe seven people in line for Cava. And he's like, look what happened. You made me do that ride, and now I'm going to keep it in line. What were you doing at Epcot without a Tervis Tumbler? Um, so we discussed it, and the issue was that Mark likes to get an avocado margarita, and then he likes to get a Tipsy Ducks in Love, and then he likes to get a beer. And so he didn't want to like mix them all in one Tervis. So yeah. we just decided not to bring it's fair. Things. Yeah. We have them, though. We have them yeah. in the Animal Kingdom. But that is the main number one reason to bring it, is so you can drink your uh, yeah, I, drinks. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. But, but it's fair. Um, Polly, Yo Polly, New Jersey, did a, a, um, a, a, binge of the three o'clock parade catching up in his oh, mind. so we're gonna get a lot of we're gonna hear from Polly quite a bit his first is that he could ride it's a small world for at least an hour Fuck yeah. Yeah. Two. i mean that's only three 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 loops because that thing's only 15 to 20 minutes long so skipper Richie, um please explain uh him what he's asking you here he, you you have responded to this but it's he wants to know: Will there be an Ides of March Patrick's Day challenge? Oh, for the uh, for your uh, the three o'clock I... rum runners. Oh, yeah, yeah, the three o'clock parade rum runners. Uh, are... Watch. Yeah, we did a challenge. Well, like we've been doing a challenge every month, and we ended like early February, so there was kind of a a gap in between. So he was asking, and yes, we are doing a challenge for march um it's called the march or rum i mean run challenge and it starts in two days so jump on i'll post it again i'll post the uh the information to the three o'clock parade and to my account and if you're part of the three o'clock parade rum runners uh chat i'll throw it up there also so you guys can join in Will Kara with a K be permitted to continue to keep her uh, watch running in a dryer the entire time as she must currently do? (laughs) Uh, Well, Kara with a K just got out of a ceiling fan. (laughs) She she posted that she got her tonsils recently taken out, so I don't know if that's going to uh, affect her. Mm. Um, Right, but I can say that the January uh, challenge, which was better late than never, because I started a little bit late. Uh, was one, uh, let's see who won what, let's see, all teams, uh, first place went to the White Rabbit team, um, which in case you were wondering, had Kara with a K, uh, who was first place on our team, it had Nate, Mary, and Jamie, second place was Toby's Tortoises, uh, third place went to Rose Rabbit, and then, oh, either way, there was fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh place. Seventh place were the cheetahs because they cheat. They're some cheetahs. <laughs> so here's which do you think she does? Do you think she a puts it on the end of a ceiling fan? 
B, he puts it in a dryer all day. Or C, I'm just kidding around. Uh, I actually, the... I can tell you exactly what she does. Uh, can you? Yes, because I talked to her about it. She has a job where she is constantly yeah. walking. Uh, so she just wears it throughout her day. And besides any exercise that she do- that she does, she closes her, her like move and, st- and activity goal rings just at work. Just taking laps. Yeah, but like, I don't know. I mean, you have to be like really moving, like pumping your arms and like whatever. Maybe, maybe she just got that high heart rate always going. Yeah. I think that's my problem. Like, what? Okay, what pisses me off is when I legit have like stood up, walked around, and I still don't get count, counted for standing that hour. I'm going to say wear your watch tighter. Huh? Oh. No, it's fine. It's fine. If if you it's, can stick your finger underneath that watch band, I cannot. And it's oh, okay, good. And it's loose. You never want to stick your finger in anything and have it be too loose. That's true. Including your watch band. You want it to be nice and snug. Yeah. Um. Uh, Yo, Polly, New Jersey also chimes in with uh, a quote tweet saying that drinking around the world. It starts with my least favorite this thing, and I I. I, I talked about this before. I, I, my least favorite phrase on all of social media is unpopular opinion. Yeah, cause it's, it's never that unpopular. But anyways, they're saying uh, drinking around the world is now more fun at DAC than Epcot. Would agree or disagree? Hmm. I mean, I think they're both great. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think they're both great. Like, but for different reasons. Yeah, right? Yeah. I think... Drinking around a Animal Kingdom is a little bit more laid back, which I think would make it a little more. It just they are a little different because there is not the like you. I mean, you really if you're really going to drink around the world, you're talking, you know, eleven countries. You know, <laughs> so, but uh, so I I don't like to compare them. I love them both, but um, personally, I would agree. I prefer a day at at Dak. But um, Epcot is right there. <laughs> yeah. It's right there. Right verse. Speaking of that, I'm getting excited for some uh, some uh, uh, Guinness coming up in Woo! a few weeks. Yeah, it's it's real close. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah, we're what, uh, 15? Like, just about two weeks. Just over two weeks away. Less yeah, than three. I'm- I will. I'll be there with my. Uh, uh, be ready. I just uh, Mrs. D D got us some shirts. And I got it, and it was from um, Groupon or whatever. So like, I'm oh, always nice. like, oh, those are always. You know how they're always like a size less than what you expect. So I went a size bigger than I thought I would, and it came. Nope, it's the perfect size. So like, it's huge. Because <laughs> in the past, I've ordered shirts like from crappy dealers, and they come oh, yeah. smaller than I'm expecting. You never know what you're going to get. What she said. Oh. Yeah, so it failed. So I don't know if I'm going to be wearing this or not. We'll see. But it's pretty big. Pretty That's big. That's not what she said. Um, I, is ready. He is no longer on hiatus for yes, Polly's Choice. Are you ready? He called it hashtag ass sour backlog. He went through and listened to some episodes. He's going to go with, uh, obviously, his uh, Polly's Choice is refurb, fast pass, or destroy, and it's alien swirling saucers, triceratops spin, or magic carpets of Aladdin. 
All right. Definitely going to marry aliens. Fast pass. Whatever. Mm-hmm. She's fast passing. Well, which one are you going to F Aladdin then? Well, <laughs> Aha, I see. Mm. Um, I think I would um, bulldoze Triceratops and refurb Aladdin. I I don't really know how I'm going to refurb Aladdin. Maybe I don't I don't really make their seats come here. I don't know. It's fine the way it is. It's fine. I don't fucking care. No, I'm down. I would do exactly the same thing. But I would make Aladdin's carpet ride more like a instead of like just a spinner Rooney, I'd make it more like Peter Pan's. Uh, you know where you're actually on the the carpet and it flies mm-hmm. you through a dark ride. The same. I oh wow! Make it so right? that it's more. Or make it like... from a spinner to like an actual exciting yeah. ride. Yeah, to make it to a yeah, that'd be wow. great. I'd make it so that you uh, actually had like super soakers attached to the front of it, so you could like yeah. really take some people out. You know. Yeah. But. I'm um I'm actually gonna go with I mean just because it's it is nice to have a ride finally at Hollywood Studios, so I'm gonna fast pass um, Alien Swirling Saucers. I'm going to uh, refurb um, Triceratops Spin. Uh, to make it, uh, let's see, I'm trying because I really just want to get rid of Magic Carpets of Aladdin because I love Adventureland and I just think it's kind of jarring having that ride right there. So I'd love to see it just kind of gone. So I'll move. How about if I just want to move Triceratops Spin? Uh, I don't know. Smack Dab in the Adventureland. <laughs> Damn it! I fail. <laughs> failed the bottom line is i wouldn't mind if magic carbons of aladdin or maybe if maybe i'll refurbish that and i'll just move it way off to the side maybe to the side of pirates or something so it's not right there when you walk in the land i don't know um textoso jake with a very important question which is the grossest to do in public and i'm going to give you three options and then we can you could guess what you think the uh the public would agree um that's because there have been 19 votes so we have a winner um, flossing, clipping your nails, or using a back scratcher, which is the grossest <laughs> to least you would be correct. Clipping your yeah. nails is is a is with a whopping fifty-eight percent. Um flossing would be second, although I think sometimes like what if you use one of those little things like after dinner? I don't know, like after, I don't know, what are the the little uh I think stick? Pretty, yeah, it's still pretty gross, I think. Yeah, I mean, you don't really want to do it right in front of people. But then, a f- last, thankfully, is using a back scratcher. Back scratcher. Back scratcher. Uh, last, uh, least gross. Yeah. For but sure. what if I, I feel like it should be in the context of this scenario? I mean, like, it's not just in public. It's while well, sitting at a bar, and then you're like, put that back scratcher back on the surface of the bar. So. Well, are you so when you use your back scratcher, are you doing it over or under the shirt? In the privacy of my own home? No, when you're the at shirt. the bar. When you're at the I bar. I do it at the bar. I'm not a fucking animal. Oh, savages. Well, that's why I'm asking because I feel like if you do it over the shirt, then there's no actual skin being touched and it's fine if you're going to place it back on the bar. But if that thing is underneath your shirt and it's scraping away, 
at that like yeah, yeah. sunburned, yeah. gross, you know, <laughs> chlorine bleached back Feeling that's been at right the now. pool all day, then yeah, you gotta that's not so put nice. that back on the bar. You gotta not like come near anyone with that. <laughs> Um, did you see, uh, Rhiannon, that uh, at, uh, we found uh, – Rhiannon's liver and I found you a spot. Uh, it's a uh, uh, Applebee's Tiki Bar, close to property. Have you been there? It's actually at the same hotel that they did Adventures in Charity. So, yes. But have you been in there? Here. I would it's like to the see Applebee's... the inside of that Applebee's Tiki Bar. Well, this Wait, is a pool, it's their pool bar, and it looks like a regular pool bar. Oh, that's junk. Yeah. I okay. I have legit actually been inside that Applebee's. Now that you mentioned that, um, and waited around for service, couldn't get me, and left and went across the street to the Bahama uh, Breeze. I only have because of the uh, because of Adventures in Charity. Exactly. Yes. yes. I love this. Skipper Dick Ritchie, this is an outer of gym question, but it's because Skipper Dick Ritchie said he wanted to take a moment to be candid and honest. <laughs> Skipper Dick Ritchie says that he hates the floss dance, and when grown-ups do it on The Price is Right, it makes him want to vomit. Now, um, Outer Rim Jim wants to know, the SR butter is, where does flossing rank among other inconsiderate uh, stroller etiquette? Uh, stroller etiquette Talking in the stretching room and not laughing on the jungle cruise. <laughs> I'd say that's like fourth place. I did see one of the cast members uh, Tuesday at the pin cart. She was flossing when no one was watching. You know, I think you do you. Are you really hurt anybody? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that's so. I, yeah. I just, oh, I just think it's so annoying. I hate it. Like, I, I, I can't even go with the you do you. It's like the YOLO of dancing. As far as I'm concerned. So, okay. Yo, okay. Let me be honest. I hate What's yellow also. Flossing or the Macarena? Oh, uh, God. Macarena. Is better? Can't, no, worse. Hands down worse. Let's check it. I don't think you just see people randomly do the Macarena for no reason, though. Like, Thank God. I mean, they used to. <laughs> it was a thing. Like, at Pleasure Island, they would play the Macarena all, like, every night. Like, eight times yeah. a night. They'd be like, "It's Macarena time again!" But then at that, <laughs> po- but that's when everybody was really into it. So everybody gets super excited and go out and you know, do it. No. But yeah, uh, I hate it. I would say <clears throat> that, but I would have to say that inconsiderate strollers. No, I'm gonna go this. This is gonna be my if I had to rank them. Talking in the stretching room, number one. Mm-hmm. Hate those people. Inconsiderate mm-hmm. strollers would go next, then flossing. And if you don't want to laugh on the Jungle Cruise, I mean, that's fine. You don't have to laugh. But don't be an asshole either. It's fair. I think it's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, Drew Lamas uh, notes that his three-year-old just started crying because she was looking at their old honeymoon photos and learned that Snow White's Scary Adventures was a thing and is no longer a thing for her to ride. Is she officially the youngest member of Diz Bitter? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Tell her that she can still oh. ride it at Disneyland anytime she wants to come out. Yeah, that's great. Oh, for uh, my kids, they're like they when she looks back, um, the piggy great piggy bank adventure and Maelstrom are her two things that she's like, I can't believe Maelstrom. I can't oh, believe my. Maelstrom's gone. 
Um, who is your least Abigail? Now Webigail, haven't heard from Webigail Webigail Quack in a while, but she wants to know who's your least favorite Disney princess. Rhiannon, would Elena. it be uh, Elena? I know, right? <laughs> Jeez, Louise. Because is it? And it says and why? Is it because she's uh, 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 Hispanic? Mm. Yeah, right. Is it because of the color yeah. of her skin? No, I think mine would actually probably be Snow White. Mm. I think that she really didn't bring anything to the game. Like she was a terrible singer. Let's just start with that. Like the songs are awful, and then she's like squatters rights like some house that she stumbled upon and then to earn her keep was like okay i'll like clean your dishes and yeah. then got tricked into eating a poison apple even though she was told not to trust anyone fucking dumb cunt and then like gets rescued by a man who like didn't get consent to kiss her i mean the whole thing is just like a clusterfuck it's a disaster mm. i think that's fair yeah it's, it's fair Oof. Um, I, I, I'm having a hard time arguing with that as far as my least favorite. I would agree. Um, I don't have a lot of least favorites, but I mean, you know, obviously favorites would be like, you know, Belle is always up there. Um, uh, but, uh, she's definitely not one of my favorites. Uh, Snow White, that's for sure. I just, God, that's, I'm looking at the list of Disney princesses because I just feel I don't know. I don't think I have a a least favorite. They do have the requirements to be a Disney princess, which is pretty much interesting. Oh, I was gonna say they uh, when we were waiting for the race to start, they played because they have like you know big screens out there to keep entertained and everything, and they played that scene from uh, Ralph breaks the internet with the uh, the von Spieth talking yes. to the princesses about really what what is the requirement to be a princess. And stuff. That's fun. Oh, that is fun. Yeah. Um, Yo, Polly, I wants to know, and it's a good question because it came from at Disney again. Uh, why doesn't Rose and Crown do a full English breakfast? That's a good question. Ooh. Why sounds... don't they do their tea anymore? That's something that just like suddenly came back to me that I hadn't thought about in a decade or two. I remember when I was a kid, I used to go to afternoon tea at Rose and Crown. I actually that had no idea what thing a we always did. Hmm, interesting. They moved it to the Grand Floridian, I guess. I'm just yeah, <laughs> they do. I mean, they have yeah. After I, uh, I didn't know what a full English breakfast was till I went to Ireland, and I realized that it's pretty good. He says enthusiastically. Yeah, right. It's pretty good. It wasn't my. I mean, it's not. It's definitely not something I. Uh, yeah, and now I understand why that stuff is always on like breakfast buffets, like baked beans and all that. You know, like on the cruise, they had a section that was like basically the full English breakfast, and I wouldn't have known what that was, why it was all grouped together in the past. Um, let's see. Park Hopper Ryan wanted uh, him to know though that Leaky Cauldron serves a full English breakfast in a cave with a box of scraps. That's at uh, at Islands of Adventure. Actually, that's mm-hmm. no at Universal Studios. You know, it's at the other place. It's at the that place, place down the road. Somewhere. Right. All right. Here's one from Livy. If someone just told you they had never seen a Disney, Disney slash Pixar movie before, which would be the one 
movie you'd show them first? Uh, that's a tricky one. I think I'd probably go with a Pixar. I mean, it also depends on the, who is the person. Like, I'm assuming just some, like... Somebody at work. Adults oh, who think that yeah. Disney's for kids and blah, blah, blah. So they're going to have to go Pixar. I'd want to go like think... with Peter Pan or Aladdin. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I'd, I'd go like Up or Wally. Ooh. I mean, The Lion King. Or Come Toy on. Story. The Lion King. Yeah. Seems natural. Uh... I think you hit it with Aladdin, though, too. Yeah, I think Aladdin's a good one. I can show you the What word. You wouldn't do Home on the Range? No, you can't. You wouldn't. <laughs> That'd be great. Actually, The Good Dinosaur is what I would start with. You know what? I, I watched The Good Dinosaur that. recently, and I, I, I like that movie a lot more than I remember. It would be a great short. Uh, I think, I think, I, I don't know. I feel like when you watch something at home, you kind of get a different take. Like you're not, you know, when you're at the movies and like you're focused on that and nothing else, ha- you're trying not to let anything else get your attention. Um, I think you have a different standard because I haven't seen it since it was at the theater. And then for some reason, uh, you know, probably a month ago, I was just like, man, I really feel like watching that. So I put it on with the expectations. Like I know I didn't really like it at the movie, but I was I was stoked. I enjoyed it. It definitely um, isn't the best Pixar movie at all. But I I, th- I I feel like it stood the test of time pretty well. Hmm. Hmm. So there. Let me tell you, man. We have got some good people. Uh, like a couple weeks ago, we didn't have hardly any great questions. We got some. We got some really good ones. Some good sour boners. This, this week. What happens when we don't record for like three weeks at a time? It's happened before, and these are actually really good ones. Like, for example. Um, what's your Mount Rushmore of Disney bars, past or present? Like, what's your what's your Mount what's the Mount Rushmore gonna look like? We need four four bars. Tambu, oh, gotta be on there. Tambu, I think you do. You put um, high octane on. There? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it, do it. Yeah, well, I mean, you can right because it's it's just yeah. your top. Yeah, you got to put Trader Sam's on there, the the Chana Tiki Bar, oh. right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, are we doing it like by coastal? No, just it, no, it's just one. There's just one. The Mount okay. Rushmore. Yeah, no, that sounds cool. So yeah, I would yeah. do Trader Sam's. I would definitely do Tambu. Uh, um, like I what I want to do is put something like. Like the '70s version of like Top of the World, you know, like when you see those old pictures of Top of the oh, World, yeah. like put that on there. If only, and, and I never even got to experience it. But I, I also never met, you know, Abraham Lincoln either. But you know, so maybe it needs to go on there. Yeah, but I also like God, I, I keep thinking about like all the places at Pleasure Island that oh I really God. enjoyed. Yeah, Ooh. Adventurous Club. Even like eight tracks. <laughs> no, that's true. I was that's what I was like. I was like eight tracks, mannequins, rock and roll beach club in its heyday when Panama would play. This is this is our this is horrible. Oh, this is too much. I don't think I could do just a Mount Rushmore. I just can't. I just can't. Yeah. I didn't I thought I could. I thought I could. Yeah, you know what? You know, people keep talking about how um Disney should make their next theme park should be a park of all the like 
retired rides and bring them back. Screw that. <laughs> I want them to do a theme park of just the bars that they've closed. Right. And you can have a Pleasure yeah, Island both? land. And then, you know, just like uh, hotel bars that have been closed. And then, you know, yeah, it'd be so good. And it's wonderful. Sounds it's great. Wonderful. And just, I just want, and then it just, just, just randomly makes me think of, I, I miss, even though I don't smoke, I miss when like bars had like matchbooks that you could take that had like the, uh, you know, the, it's just something cool about that. Like when you look back and they have like Polynesian Resort, like a picture being at the top of the lo- top of the world lounge, the original sitting there, and like, it's just a great, it's just such a great era. They, you can still get those on eBay. Like people still, people mm-hmm. sell them. I'm I have them. Yes, I have them from the Polynesian. From eBay. Uh, Thirteen Walt Disney World matchbooks uh, from resorts and restaurants, ten ninety nine. It's not a bad deal. Let's see what let's see which ones are, are on here. Uh, Grand Floridian, two from Fort Wilderness, one Dixie Landings, uh, one I can't even tell. Oh, the Epcot one is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, Tobacconist on Main Street. Ooh, there's the old Beach Club looking one. Two Walt Disney World ones. One that I don't even know what the hell it is. A Planet Hollywood one, and then one from Fireworks Factory. Wow. Oh, these are cool. I remember even when I first moved to Florida back in 2001, and I, 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 got, I would take them to put like in a little display. Like each bar on the, at the resorts had unique napkins. So like you could have, you'd have contemporary resort napkins, you'd have um, Polynesian, I guess not each bar, but each resort had its own cocktail napkin and it made it so much cooler than the ones that just say like Disney parks Disney parks it was so cool um Laura Laura's brink uh wanted to know um it was referencing that a uh, a gondola at SeaWorld in San Diego um broke down yes and they said what is Disney going to compensate guests how are they going to compensate guests if that happens here Fast passes, always fast passes. So I'd like to clear it up. And don't get me wrong, I'm not a fan of SeaWorld, so I'm not trying to stand up for them in any way. But in all honesty, it's not that the ride broke down. It's that we had really high winds that day. And these gondolas as a, um, uh, I guess you could say like safety feature, when the wind kicks in like that, it actually stops so that you're not out there just dangling in the wind. Uh, and that's basically what happened, which I, yeah. doesn't make really sense because then you are stopped just dangling in the wind. But there's something about the way it – like when it's moving and it's dangling, it's more dangerous or something like that. So that's that's basically what's going on. Even though um, I'm, I still say screw Sea World. Yeah. But um... – they will give fast passes is what they'll do. Oh, good. This is my guess. Um, which bar on property? This is a huge question for Textoso Jake for planning because I know he is planning on oh, coming he's go- yeah, he's, he's- to Florida. Um, the Jacob. Textoso Jacob. Um, Rhiannon, Ooh. which bar on property opens earliest? That is an important bit of information. That is a really good question. Like bar, bar, or just 
place to get alcohol. Because Tambu Lounge opens up at breakfast. Again, reestablishing itself as the greatest bar. And um, Dawa. I feel like this is, I don't want to actually commit to saying anything because it changes so frequently. Yeah, like, I, and I, I've it's been the there. worst thing about Disney bars in yeah, general. Yeah. No, I mean, I've been at Tambu at times when they don't open until one o'clock. And I've been at Dawa when the park opens at nine and they don't open until 1030. But I've also been there when they open at nine. So I don't know. I will tell you this. It's nowhere at Disney Springs. They're the worst. You get there early. The place does not get going until like the worst. Well, I think Splitsville opens at 10. It's the worst. Um... Oh, I see. Um, so these guys, both uh, Nomad Lounger, um, has already gone Irish with Patio Steve. This is Patty O Steve, not Patty. I love Patty. it. I love it. Uh, as well as Livy, both posted. This somebody, this uh, person had said, "Which of these three would you rather do?" They're roughly the same price. Let's just say they're roughly the same cost. It's um with with tickets, um. Four days at the Polynesian, six days at Coronado Springs, or eight days at Pop Century. I would do the six days at Coronado Springs. I feel like I'm kind of the wrong audience for this question because I get to go very frequently. So I would definitely do the four days of the poly because to me that would be something unique and special. Whereas, you know, I feel like I can do longer stays other places all the time. I'm with Skippa Dick Ritchie for sure. I mean, to me, it's a no brainer personally. Um, there is for me, I've always said, I've always in my own brain, there is a huge jump between a value resort and a moderate resort. Huge jump. There is not the same amount of jump between a moderate resort and a deluxe resort. Personally, from my, in my mind. I just still think that the poly is something special. God, the poly is great, though. Um, Polly's Choice, Grand Slam Pool at the All-Star Sports. By the way, that's oh, that's the side pool. Grand Slam pool at the All Star Sports, the computer pool at the Pop Century, or clown pool at the Boardwalk. Oh my god! Yeesh. I think we all know who's getting the bulldozer. Oh, I got it. I have this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start. I, I, I know it. I'm going to demolish the clown pool at the Boardwalk. No, I'm just kidding. I actually really like that one because it has. I actually really enjoy that one. So I'm gonna, um, uh. Mary, fast pass, the clown pool at the boardwalk. Use that slide. Love the slide. I'm going to destroy the Grand Slam pool at the All-Star Sports, and I'm going to refurb the computer pool at Pop Century, and I'm going to add a retro pinball and video game bar at the pool so you can hang out and play vintage video games at the vintage video game bar at the computer pool. See, I would... Uh, probably fast pass that pool and then refurb the boardwalk pool because it's great, but we don't want the clown there anymore. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> what the hell are they thinking? And then bulldoze, whatever that other third one is. 
it's I'm just gonna small pool at sports. Do whatever. Yeah, get rid of that fucking thing. <laughs> really? Anything I say? No. Damn it. Wow. WDW owner, who is a big uh, fan of Disney Cruise Line, wants to know that now that uh, Rhiannon and Mark have completed a run Disney 5K, when will you attempt the Castaway K? 5K. 5K. <laughs> um, when we win some lottery? I don't know. I don't think that a Disney Cruise is high on our priority list as far as expenditures oh is God. concerned. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, we had fun on the cruise in January, but we definitely didn't come away from it being like, OMG, we are cruise people now. We kind of looked at it as like, all right, well, we did that. So to then spend twice as much money for a Disney cruise, I don't know. Um, so, all right, there you go. Um, Polly would like you to say that your action movie catchphrase, guys, is the, is the that you say before shit blows up. Is the last text that you sent plus motherfucker <laughs> is just make sure she knows that and still wants to do it, but great with me, motherfucker. Hmm. Um, mine is <laughs> help, motherfucker. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Mine is, I have Sunday and Monday off, motherfucker. That is pretty badass. <laughs> I could be, I'll, it's like, I'll be here all weekend, motherfucker. Yeah, right. <laughs> I ain't going anywhere. I got Sunday and Monday off. I got Sunday and Monday off. You know what? Derek number two is coming to California and uh, he's going to hang out for a little while. That's awesome. Yeah. Number two. Uh, I don't know if you remember Derek number two. He's the one that was super excited because he was sitting next to you at the pool bar. I know. I, I, oh, I'm fully aware of Derek number two. I've now, I know him very well now. We are not yet to hanging out on our own side yet. That's okay. As long as you still call him number two, that's all that matters. Number two. You you show that turn his boss. Turn his boss. Well, that's not why we call him that. He's just, no, he know. was the second Derek that I know. So we just. He loves what you call him that. Oh, yeah. He totally loves it. He loves it. <laughs> um, here's a good, very important question from Dizwire. Um, how many cans of beer can you drink on the Skyliner from Epcot to Riviera? That's why I just said, holy shit or whatever, too. Because I think he just invented Disney's next drinking game challenge. That's phenomenal. Because how cool would that be? Like, I feel like. Uh, you should get, you should get on, uh, maybe teams of four, with a case of beer. And if you can finish that case of beer before you get to your next stop, you win. I I I want that to be a thing so bad, but they've now you you know unfortunately they're going to put it past security, so, like they do now with the monorail, which is so not fair. So then, what we really need is not beer. But everybody needs to take a Tervis that has, like, yes. basically a full bottle of liquor. Basically, yes. Now you're talking. And then the team that has finished the most Tervises wins. Because that is one of my, my most – I used to love, as part of my just hanging around at Disney, bumming around and having some beers, monorail beers were always the best beers. 
and they just don't really exist anymore. It's sad. It's sad. Your life has no purpose. It's it. I mean, I've had to change purposes. Just, but, uh, you know what that means to me? Terrorist one. They did. We do need it, a it wall. Me... We need that wall. We need that wall around the monorail so that we can drink. They. Oh, okay. I was thinking, didn't isn't that what they did? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they put up those fucking walls and ruined everything. Um, let's see. I don't know if he's talking. He says, um, uh, Rhiannon, uh, Greg, Ooh. Kylo Greg thinks you will be at Disney at the same time this summer. If I wanted to buy Rhiannon a drink in the park, is A, that creepy? B, which park? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I don't think it's creepy. Um, and probably a park that isn't the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if just as my own thoughts, Hollywood Studios is probably the best beer buying because just it's that now that you have um the Vaseline, it's like the perfect. Oh, let me buy you a beer bar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Brian Lamas, we're down to the final two. Uh, I heard a story that one night back in the '90s, Brian Lamas says Rick Flair, the Nature Boy, woo. Uh, ran up a $5,000 bar tab at the Swan and his boss got stuck paying for it. What's the largest bar tab one of you have ever had on property and who would you like to stick paying it? Definitely Drunko. Oh, damn it. Um, I don't know. Nothing too crazy. A couple hundred maybe? I've definitely seen them up into the four five hundreds. Oh yeah, for sure. And here's when it really is the here's the worst when it happens is if you have like a large tab open and it always has, you know, you got let's say you got fifteen twenty people, and then like oh man, I'm gonna head out and like so and so leaves. And pretty soon you're down to like four people. <laughs> yeah, I. And you're like, what happened here? This is why this is why I don't go above a couple hundred because I don't do that with a group of people. Like I'm like, no, my tab, my drinks. Okay, Mark too. Like that's it. So no one else's shit is gonna be on my tab. Skipper has always been against whenever I've as long as I've known him. His least favorite thing being out is to split a check. He I prefers yeah. other. Yeah. Two but two two credit cards tops is is what we strive for but the thing that's good with with like apple pay and square cash and all this other crap is that it makes it super easy you know i'll drop my card i misunderstood you no like splitting a check meaning like i don't split a check as in between you and me we're not splitting a check i split a check as in like i am my own person you can open up my own like you know thing on the register if you do that at the beginning i guess it's not terrible but when you're and uh, I can't even. I can tell you that my biggest tab. I'm just going to answer the question. My biggest tab at Swan, or not at Swan Dolphin, at the Rosen Crown. Uh, I think I had a $600 tab one morning <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. Um, oh. And I, I'm the one that got stuck paying for it. But I do have a different giant tab that also happened at the Swan, and little Anthony ended up having to pay for it. Because um, we stayed there one night, got super drunk at a party, and apparently I made a long-distance phone call on a hotel phone. 
<laughs> and uh, we I love, love you. you. Yeah, totally. I can't believe. Why aren't you here right now? And uh, <laughs> why is your area code nine hundred? <laughs> when we checked out. Uh, they were like, oh, okay, so, you know, you paid for the room in advance, blah, 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 you didn't have any room service, you didn't rent any videos on the TV, oh, but you have a $180 phone bill, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and little Anthony looked at me like, what the hell, and I'm like, I don't really remember, but can I borrow $180? I may uh, have fallen asleep on the phone yeah, or something. I may have gotten drunk and, uh, you know, called crazy people. <laughs> oh my gosh um and the final as sour boner is very important directly to rhiannon um from nick way mania um is your car in the shop um, no no i don't know it may have been replying i think it's replying to you let's see what the uh it was my picture i posted my martini i really don't understand cash no yeah your car is not in the shop. Good. That's good. That's good. That's good. My air my air conditioning is currently being fixed. Oh, we, we got to get that done quick because it's getting hot. Yeah. It is. Came home today and it's like the house was not cooling down. So Mrs. D.A.D. is actually actively uh, talking to the guy right now. Oh, is she trying wow, to get some free air conditioning, service. if you know what I mean? <laughs> She's that's like, the nice how thing hard does this AC blow anyway? <laughs> I say there is perks too. She runs, uh, works at a. She runs a business where uh, she uses a lot of uh, handy people to do work. So like when she calls, they're like, oh, "We could do whatever you need." Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's true. Good for her. Because yeah. <laughs> like we like having your business like that. They like having your business. So anyway, I so would that's like good. to also have some of her business. Skipper Richie, okay. you're almost gonna be here soon. Yeah, I can't wait. Yes, yes. She was actually complaining about you, Skipper DeGritchie. She says, normally, Skipper DeGritchie has sent out an itinerary uh, at some point uh, by now, and she is yet to see your itinerary. Because, um, to be honest with you, I don't know the itinerary yet, because uh, there's a lot of things that are still up in the air. Pending. 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 Except for, you know, the basic stuff, like... The big, I mean, the, yeah. The, yeah. Because... I think that's something that's a misconception is that, uh, that that's everything is there's a whole plan of everyone doing things like the main thing is say Patrick's Day at Epcot. Be there or be square. I know, right? I feel like every year it gets bigger and bigger. So I'm excited to see how many people mm-hmm. show up this year. Yes, um, which is great. And te- there's only one time it's not great. And it's La Cava del Tequila. <laughs> no, I feel like that is like. The best part. <laughs> it's that's true. I didn't. I couldn't even get in. Yeah, that oh. didn't happen last year. Oh, yeah, but, I didn't even go in. Oh man, that's a shame. Yeah. Uh, I think it's because, like, for some, like, we all are together to start off the morning, and then we all kind of leave towards Canada at the same time. But then in Canada, I feel like some people get a little like. I'm ready to go to Mexico, and other people are like, we're still kind of drinking because we don't even know if the beer cart's open yet. And then we all kind of get to Mexico within about a 20-minute time period. But within Mexico, it just becomes a full, like, just, it's, you know, it's like, it's a cage match. It's like whatever you can do to, like, stay alive on your own, 
And then after that, everybody just kind of goes their own way. And sometimes people go like back the other way and continue going the direction that we are going. And then the next thing you know, there's people that are like in France and you're like, I'm not even out of China yet. How yep. the hell are you already in France? Yep. Yeah. Like it's just, it's, just it's, it's much like the cruise. It's much like oh, the cruise sure. that we did a group cruise where there's a generalized yeah. together, but like really you kind of end up doing your own thing. Yeah, I think it's fine. I mean, you, you just end up with different groups of of your friends, and then you run into each other back and forth. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I But you know what I also love? I like later on in the evening when you kind of start running into people again, and everybody's drunk and, you know, just having a really good time. And then you're like, what happened to so-and-so? And, you know, they're like, oh, they either didn't make it because they got too drunk or they got super drunk. And they're like, yeah, they're already at a different, like, park or they've, you know, gone downtown or, you know, <laughs> Crooked Can is having some sort of other event and they tried to get there. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's so fun. And then the next day, everybody's like, why, why did you make me do that? What happened? What, what happened? happened? What happened yeah. to everybody? Where did we go? Yeah. This year it's on a Sunday. It is which on will, a Sunday. Which will make it. To yeah. Oh my gosh. Will... It's so good. <laughs> so it is what it is. So uh, that brings us to the end of the hashtag SR Boners. Are there any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up? This uh, has been a very uh, entertaining episode for me personally. Lati da. freaking da. I have no final thoughts. I'm putting on the last three pretzels of this pretzel necklace. Oh, where is your beer festival this uh, this weekend? It's in Naples. Naples. I love nipples. Yep. Oh. Yeah, we go every single year. We get a big group of friends to go. Now, is this a better pretzel necklaces? I love the idea of beer festivals. Here's what I don't like, and I wonder, is this one better? After the first hour, it seems like you end up, you're just in line the whole time. No. That's just the only thing I don't like about beer festivals. Now this one this one sells out every single year. And so it's a very, you know, finite number of people they allow in. So it's pretty crowd controlled and it gets pretty well dispersed so that like the longest you're waiting is something like people in front of you. Is a lot oh, that's stuff. awesome. That's, that's, that's great. Yeah. I, I've, I've been to ones before where like, the, you know, you end up being in like a 30 person line and you're like, no. okay. No, no, no. This is going no, to and this one also it's beer and food and it's all just like local restaurants and uh, they do it as a competition so they all bring in like some cool dish they've concocted for the event and at the end of the event you vote for the best dish and then that restaurant wins some award or whatever so you get all this all you can eat food plus all you can drink beer and it's great yeah. sounds lovely yep I went to a taco fest the other uh, Orlando taco fest a couple weeks ago. And Skip, you might appreciate this. I show up and I, I really didn't know what to expect. We got there and it was kind of rainy, and I was, but it's all right. It looked like this is pretty cool. And then I look and there's a wrestling ring and they brought Ooh. out like independent wrestling live. And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. Lucha Lores. It was. It was like Lucha Libre. Yeah. So good. Um, and they were doing it like clearly it was they would do almost everything. The guys would speak in Spanish and English. So like it was pretty great. It was pretty great. Um. So I think there should be. I think what I what I came away from that event going, and I think like he's like you're all these beer fest 
any kind of outdoor festival should have at least a good solid half hour of amateur wrestling or semi-professional wrestling. Sure. It would make every event um, much better because I enjoyed it. And I don't really see a lot of wrestling. And when I do watch it, I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. I'm like, that guy really sh- – this ref is just not really paying attention at all. <laughs> like, this what ref is just everything turns his back. The other guy is cheating. Imagine that. It's just it's terrible. Um, so that's my final thought is that all – there should be like on St. Patrick's Day, like they should put a ring somewhere around Epcot and we can watch a good half – like. You watch the mariachi and then a half hour of Lucha Libre. That sounds great. Yeah, great. <laughs> maybe maybe that's what we should have done this year as our, uh, instead of a t-shirt, we could have all gone as different Mexican wrestlers. <laughs> you know. I love it. Yeah. The mask would get a little hot, though. I would be El Shamrock. El Shamrock. Yeah, that'd be so good. I love it. Uh, anything before we head out, Skipper Um, uh, No, I don't think I have any final thoughts. Uh, what, no. Mm, no, I think I'm good. I've got, got Sunday, Monday. I've got Sunday, Monday off, motherfucker. <laughs> got Sunday, Monday off, motherfucker. Yep. I'll be, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> it actually works pretty well, to be honest. <laughs> I can see that in a movie. It'd be great. I got Sunday money off. Money. It's kind of in the same vein of uh, I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, and I'm all out of bubblegum. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. I love it. Help, motherfucker. Help. Yeah. So the uh, final float, I see it coming down the uh, the highway here, the uh, Main Street USA, and it is. El- the three caballeros in a three-way tag team match on a giant wrestling ring coming down Main Street USA. So I'm enjoying this. The three caballeros. I don't know. Did you see that uh, image of Panchito from like the 70s on Main Street? Yeah. It was so good. Cowboy hat? Yep. Uh, next to the Mile Long Bar. Is that still there on the Mile Long Bar? No, I mean, there's the... I don't think so. I remember I used to have a VHS video called A Day at Disneyland. And it was a kid that narrated it. And he's like, and here I am, Grandpa, at the Mile Long Bar. It was just great. I was like, like, this is my kind of video. Yeah, that sounds great. (laughs) I love it. Oh, man. All right, gang. That was fun. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening.
You're a bunch of cock knockers. Cock knockers.